The time has come to get ready for the 2022 World Cup. And what better way to prepare than by revisiting the World Cup's most amazing goals? I'm Brian Phillips. I'm making a podcast about the history of the Men's World Cup, told through the stories of 22 iconic goals. The show's called 22 Goals. It's out now on the Ringer Podcast Network, and we're having so much fun. It's the Ringer Gambling Show, presented by FanDuel. The second half of the NBA season is here, and you can bet on all of the action with an assist from FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, you can check out the new and improved Parlay Hub. Filter by odds, sport, and bet type to easily find the most popular parlays and same-game parlays all on one page. Plus, start betting on the Explore page in the post and bet live same-game parlays for every NBA game. So download the app today and bet with FanDuel, official partner of the NBA. The Ringer is committed to responsible gambling. Please visit theringer.com slash RG to learn more about the resources and helplines available and listen at the end of the episode for additional details. Must be 21 and up in President Select States. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit theringer.com slash RG. This episode is brought to you by Lululemon. Guys, if you're ready for a new pair of pants, try one of Lululemon's ABC pants. They're made to make you look and feel good. And there's lots of different styles to choose from. My favorite, because I walk around LA every day, I like the joggers. I'm not jogging, I'm just walking fast. But if you're working out, I would try them out. And if you want something a little sleek, maybe business-like, maybe try the ABC Slim Fit Trouser, but I am a joggers guy. I just, once COVID happened, I was just like, I'm, I wanna wear jogging pants and joggers and all kinds of soft pants as much as I possibly can, especially when I'm working out. Ultra comfortable and versatile. ABC Pants are really in a league of their own. Buy a pair right now at lululemon.com. Welcome back to the Ringer Gambling Show. It's yours truly, Raheem Palmer, a.k.a. the Roster Adamas. And y'all know how it's going down. We're coming off another winning week. We went 4-1 last week. We probably should have went 5-0. But, of course, in that Buffalo Bills game, you had a block punt. And, you know, that changed things. But we went 4-1. We continue to put these winning weeks together. So we're going to just try to build some momentum and close out this year strong. So we're finally in, you know, the winning margin right now. We're doing pretty well. We're about 56% for the season. So let's keep it going. Top five NFL contest picks. Let's start it off like this. Number one. For our first NFL contest pick, we're going to go with the Dallas Cowboys minus three and a half in their matchup against the Jacksonville Jaguars. I know there's a lot of sharp money on the Jacksonville Jaguars this week. A lot of people are fading the Dallas Cowboys coming off of last week where they were 17 and a half point favorites against the Houston Texans and they couldn't cover. It took them to the last drive of the game to cover this game. I know Terrence still is out for this matchup. They lose their right tackle, but they welcome back Tyron Smith. And for me, I'm on an island on this game. I like the Dallas Cowboys here and it's not because I'm a Dallas Cowboys fan, but I'm going to queue up the Chewbacca defense from South Park. This line doesn't make sense. A couple of weeks ago, the Baltimore Ravens were laying three and a half points to the Jaguars in week 12. 
You go back even further. The Raiders were laying two and a half points on the road to the Jaguars in week nine. So you're telling me that the Cowboys are laying three and a half points here. This is by far one of the best defenses in the NFL this year. You're looking at the Cowboys team, which is first in defensive DVOA, first in pressure rate. Micah Parsons, Demarcus Lawrence. I mean, I think they could cause some real issues for Trevor Lawrence in this game. I know Trevor Lawrence has been on fire the last four weeks. Ten touchdowns, zero interceptions. And the Jaguars are 3-0 as a home underdog this season. However, the Cowboys are 6-1 against the spread as a role favorite since the start of last season. And you look on the road. They're 11-3 against the spread on the road. So I think this is a great bounce-back spot. I think the public and the Sharps are overreacting to what we saw last week. You see the Jacksonville Jaguars, they beat up on a banged-up Titans defense last week. And the Cowboys, they struggled with the lowly Texans. But I think the last time you saw the Cowboys lose to the Green Bay Packers, they came back and took the Vikings the following week into the deep waters and drowned them. They did the same thing with the Colts. So the look-ahead line on this game was Cowboys minus five and a half. And because they laid an egg last week, I think the public is overreacting. Trevor Lawrence has a 65.2 passer rating under pressure. And I just think this Cowboys defense is a huge step up in class for this Jacksonville Jaguars offense. I mean, when you look at the defenses that Trevor Lawrence has played recently, the Las Vegas Raiders, Kansas City Chiefs, Baltimore Ravens, Detroit Lions, Tennessee Titans. So this is a huge step up in class. And then more importantly, this Jacksonville Jaguars defense is a complete master. 22nd in EPA per play, 23rd in success rate, 28th in defensive DVOA, 30th against the pass. So I'm expecting Dak Prescott and his Cowboys offense to get going. I like them to cover the three and a half points here. Take the Dallas Cowboys as our first pick in our NFL contest picks. Number two. For our second pick in our NFL contest picks, we're going to go with the Pittsburgh Steelers plus two and a half. I know this is uglier than a masterpiece sneaker, but I got to do it. Last week, we stepped away from the Pittsburgh Steelers to take the Baltimore Ravens. But, you know, we've been taking the Steelers team a lot for the last month. And one of the reasons why is that this Pittsburgh defense, they rank pretty highly with T.J. Watt on the field this season. They're top five against both the run and the pass. They're 4-2 and two this year in games in which Watt has played. And both of those losses have come against the Bengals and the Ravens. Obviously, those teams are just much better than what you see from this Panthers team. And the Panthers, they have some issues with the offensive line. And they struggled against teams who have top five pass rushes. I mean, I think they're 0-4 when battling a team with the top 15 pressure rate, and they're 5-4 otherwise. So they had two blowout losses against the Bengals and the 49ers, and the Steelers, they have a top 15 pass rush with T.J. Watt. So I think they're going to create some issues for Sam Darnold. One of the things you see from the Carolina Panthers is that since they moved to the new head coach, they pass on early downs just 36% of the time. And I just don't see them having a ton of success running the ball against the Steelers' defense as they did against the Seahawks last week. And one of the things that the Steelers do is that they tend to send five or six pass rushers. And Sam Darnold, 
when he sees those looks, he tends to struggle. Amongst 55 quarterbacks this season to throw at least 15 passes against these looks, Darnold's just in the 47 percentile of plays with a positive EPA per play. So that puts him in the reins of like a Zach Wilson or Joe Flacco. Uh, Got to give a shout out to football outsiders for that for those stats right there. I mean, that's key. And I, I just think that's still, that this Stiller's defensive line is, is going to be a real issue. And then, I mean, look, we speak about it all the time. The rah-rah Mike Tomlin spots. He's 41-17-1. That's 71% as an underdog from week five forward in the regular season. You look at Steve Wilkes. He's just 4-8 and eight against the spread as a favorite. And if you ask me, he has no business being a favorite here. I think the look-ahead line on this game was still as minus 2.5. So you're telling me that the difference between Kenny Pickett and Mitchell Trubisky is... Going from minus two and a half to plus two and a half, I'm not buying it. I mean, when you look at what Mitchell Trubisky did last week, he did move the ball between the chains pretty well last week. Um, he just got into the red zone and threw some interceptions. And I, I just don't think that's going to happen this week. I really like the Steelers in this spot. The Carolina Panthers have lost eight straight games as a favorite. So I like the Steelers as an underdog since 2018. Steelers are 23, 11, and two as an underdog. So we're going to go to Pittsburgh Steelers plus two and a half as our second NFL contest pick. Number three. For our third NFL contest pick, we're going to go with the New York football Giants plus four and a half. This line doesn't make any sense to me. We just saw the New York Giants and watched the Commanders face off two weeks ago, and they played to a 2020 tie. And the Washington Commanders failed to cover his two-and-a-half-point roll favorites in a game where the Giants actually led for large parts of that game. They had a seven-point lead going down towards the end of regulation before the commanders were able to tie it up, and they missed the game-winning field goal. So you have to ask, if that game-winning field goal goes in, what is this line? And I know the Giants are coming off of a, 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 a huge letdown loss to the Philadelphia Eagles, but the Washington Commanders are not the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, you know, the Commanders are a huge step down there. So I just think this is too many points. One thing I will say is that Daniel Jones has thrived as a role underdog. He's 15 and 5 against the spread, 75%. And he's 9 and 4 against the spread as a divisional dog. You look at the Giants this year, they've thrived on a role 4 and 1 against the spread. And you look at Daniel Jones in his career as a role underdog, he's 16 and 7 against the spread. One other thing, Daniel Jones has really thrived against this Washington team. In three career games at FedEx Field, he's 73 of 108, 67% completion percentage, 813 yards, seven touchdown passes, 111 rushing yards, and a rushing touchdown. So I think he tends to do well against this Washington Commanders team historically. And, you know, one thing I will say is that there's a lot of hype around Taylor Heineke. I know this Washington Commanders team, he's given them a spark, but Taylor Heineke is prone to turn the ball over. He has just a 60% passer rating when under pressure. And we all know Wink Martindale likes to blitz. And Heineke th- has a turnover-worthy throw nearly 6% of the time. In comparison, Daniel Jones is throwing a, a turnover-worthy throw just 3% of the time and has an 85.9% passer rating under pressure. I just think this spread is way too high. 
this is actually the highest spread that the commanders have had all season. So that tells you that this is an overreaction to what we saw last week with the Giants getting taken into the deep waters and drowned by the Philadelphia Eagles, who are the best team in the league. And I would like to back these underdogs coming off of blowout losses. You look at underdogs coming off of blowout losses of 20 or more, 106, 69 and 3, that's 60% this season. I think it's 11 four and one that's 73 percent and you go back to 2003 teams who lose by 20 or more points in a game tend to cover 55 percent of the time so i really like the giants in this matchup i know that the giants offensive line looked bad last week against the eagles but i think things are going to look a little different and i just think their defensive line is going to be able to get the heineke make this a close game i think this is a close game either way both of these teams are in contention for the playoffs so i'm looking at this like a playoff game and i think whoever wins this game wins this game by three so this is a field goal game once again daniel jones is five one and one against the washington commanders straight up so for our third nfl pick we're going to go with the New York Giants, plus four and a half. Number four. Four, our fourth NFL contest pick. We're going to go with the New York football Jets. Look, we're going with New York, New York. And you say New York City. I really like this spot for the New York Jets. I just think the Detroit Lions are truly being overvalued in this spot. I know the Lions have covered six straight, but... This line just doesn't make any sense to me. I mean, they're laying, you got you, you got a team here in the, in the Detroit Lions who probably should be catching points. I mean, this is a team that was catching three points to Chicago. They were catching two and a half points to the Giants. And now, it, like, like, how is this line a pick em? My model actually makes this line Jets minus two and a half. And I just think that the Lions have reached a high point here. And you look at the teams that they've played. They've played some pretty poor defenses. I mean, they played the Packers, the Bears, the Giants, the Bills, the Jaguars, and the Vikings. These teams rank 29th, 32nd, 31st, 18th, 30th, and 24th in defensive DVOA. So you look at this Jets defense. They're sixth in defensive EPA for play. So I think this is a huge step up in class. And I, I just think Jared Goff is going to have some issues. We talk about his issues outdoors he's just 29 32 and 2 against spread outdoors and he really struggles when it's cold out so he's gonna have to deal with this new york defense in the cold and i mean it's projected to be about 35 degrees i think he's four and nine against the spread in cold or rainy games in his career and he scored 17 points or fewer in eight of those 13 games and one other thing i will say is that robert sala Head coach of the New York Jets. He's familiar with Jared Goff during his time with the San Francisco 49ers. And Goff has truly struggled against those Niners teams. And I think Salah is familiar with I think he's going to put together a decent game plan. I just think the Lions are being overvalued here. I mean, we saw it earlier on in the season after hard knocks. And we're seeing it now after this team has covered six straight games. So give me the New York Jets. Pick them. That's our fourth NFL contest pick. Number five. For our fifth and final NFL contest play, we're going to go to Philadelphia Eagles minus nine and a half in their matchup against the Chicago Bears. These are two teams in completely different classes. I know a lot of people are thinking this is a look ahead spot for the Philadelphia Eagles who have to face the Dallas Cowboys next week, but I'm not seeing it that way. 
You look at this game, the Philadelphia Eagles, if they win this game and the Cowboys manage to lose, which I, I don't think they will, they could wrap up the NFC East and the number one seed this week. So I think there's a lot of motivation for the Eagles, but I just see these two teams being in completely different classes. The Bears, they've traded Roquan Smith, Robert Quinn. I mean, their defense is abysmal. They're dead last in defensive efficiency. And I just think the Eagles are going to be able to get whatever they want here. I mean, like <laughs> you look at the Bears. I mean, they, they've been struggling right now. So, I mean, we saw what the Cowboys did to this team. We, we've seen what the Green Bay Packers did to this team. The Green Bay Packers won this game by nine points in a game where they were down most of the game. So, I, I, when you look at the Eagles defense, they've allowed the least passing yards in the NFL this season. They've allowed just 16 passing touchdowns. And They've shored up their run defense. I mean, you got the return of Jordan Davis. So I know Justin Fields is very dynamic, but I just don't think he's going to be able to do it on his own. I really like the Philadelphia Eagles in this spot. And the one thing I will say is that I think the Eagles have some motivation. They obviously want Jalen Hurts to get that MVP. So I'm expecting a huge day from Jalen Hurts. And then even when the Eagles are looking to run this clock out, the Chicago Bears are just 27th in rushing yards allowed. So I'm expecting Miles Sanders to have a big day as well. So I think the Eagles win this game by double digits. I think the nine and a half is short. And they go into this Cowboys game next week with some momentum. And if the Cowboys win that game, you have a showdown. But if the Cowboys don't win this game, then you have the Eagles wrapping up the NFC East. So those are my five NFL contest plays. We're going to go with the Dallas Cowboys, minus three and a half. Pittsburgh Steelers, plus two and a half. New York Giants, plus four and a half. Philadelphia Eagles, minus nine and a half. And the New York Jets, pick them. Now we got two teaser legs. My two teaser legs, we're going to go with the New York Jets. Plus one up to plus seven. And we're going to go with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Plus three. We're going to tease that up to plus nine. We don't have too many other teaser legs this week. However, if you're interested in a seven-point teaser, you can tease the Philadelphia Eagles down from minus nine down to minus two, or if you can find an eight and a half in the market, you could actually take a, a six-point teaser. You can tease that down from eight and a half down to minus two and a half. But I mean, those are the teaser legs that I like this week. Once again, we got the New York Jets on a six-point teaser, plus one up to plus seven. Pittsburgh Steelers, plus three up to plus nine. And if you can find the Eagles on a six-point teaser, you could tease that down from plus eight and a half down to plus two and a half. You find them on a seven-point teaser. You can tease that down from minus nine to plus two. Those are my teaser legs for the week. Once again, it's the Ringer Gambling Podcast. It's yours truly, Raheem Palmer. We're going to be back, myself and John Jaskrimski, breaking down Monday Night Football matchup between the Los Angeles Rams and the Green Bay Packers. We're back on Tuesday, East Coast Bias. Myself, JJ, and House. We got lots of great things on the Ringer Gambling Podcast feed. We got Warren Sharp. We got Austin Gale. Next week, we got NBA Christmas games. We got NFL Christmas games. Lots of great things on the feed. So make sure you check out the Ringer Gambling Podcast. I'm Raheem Palmer, yours truly, Roger Damas, and y'all know how it's going down.